Welcome to a new series. We are The God Culture, a group of independent researchers with no affiliation to any denomination nor organization whatsoever. We read the word and we test it as 1 Thessalonians 5.21 tells us, Prove all things, hold fast that which is good. And that is what we are going to do here today. Prove all things. Let us resolve the doctrines of men together, my friends. How do we do this? We read scripture and compare the Hebrew and Greek. We read the other like passages and we read in full context, not in fragments, which is the number one way to misinterpret the Bible. These doctrines of men dissipate very quickly upon such inspection. And you can do this. We all can. By now, many of you have picked up on our method of testing and are using it for yourselves, which nothing makes us happier than to hear that. In fact, let's get interactive. Feel free to send us via email at thegodculture at gmail.com a doctrine of man that you have thoroughly tested, and we will select some of those for this series over time. This series is not intended to have an end, as there are literally thousands of doctrines of men to be tested, as we have been dealing with over 2,000 years of Pharisee leaven especially. It's a lot to sift through, and it's overwhelming for just one person, of course. But when we together do this, it is not so overwhelming. Uh, when we as the God culture do it as a group, it's not so overwhelming. Although sometimes it's massive to think about all of the different things. Now, is the church wrong about everything? No. Is this a condemnation of any pastor? Never. Nor do we wish to hear any of our viewers using our content in such manner to beat a pastor over the head. We don't do that. Some things do test as accurate from the modern church. Indeed, there's no doubting that. However, this series will focus on some of those too, and you can send those as well, by the way, for consideration. In this first video, though, we are going to set straight one of the pillars in claim of the Pope himself. Yes, we will who claims a position established by Peter as the first pope, as put forth by Yahushua Jesus himself, according to Popery. We will unravel this fully. Is Peter the rock upon the which the church or ecclesia is built? Did Messiah actually say that? Did Yahushua establish Popery in this passage? Well, let's find out. Let's get to it. Well, let's start with the fragment used over and over like a mantra, which is church doctrine, even in the Protestant church largely. Then let's see what is its context. And we'll dig into the Hebrew, the Greek, even the Aramaic in this case, because it applies. Matthew sixteen eighteen. And I say also unto thee, that thou art Peter, 
And upon this rock I will build my church, ecclesia in Greek, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. Wow. Now that is an awesome verse, and what a wonderful promise from Messiah. But is it a promise to Peter as the rock? Well, in Greek, this word is never church, by the way. That's Old English, not a Bible word. It's ekklesia, which simply means gathering. And Messiah defines such gatherings uh, in requirement as wherever two or more gather in my name, there I am in their midst. Something to remember. During this time of lockdown, which we have been in for some time now, it only requires two or more for ecclesia, not a building and not a gathering of hundreds or thousands. Not necessary. Now, this word, Peter, is the Greek word Petros, but we'll show you that is not its origin. Messiah never named him Peter, never named him in Greek. You'll see. What is this word Petros, though? It means a piece of, you get that part? A piece of a rock. Wait a minute. This already seems a little fishy here. Peter, Petros, is not the rock, but part, a piece of a rock. Got that? Hold on to it. We'll vet that further. Can he be the rock in this passage? Well, let's look at the word for rock, which is not Petros in the very same sentence, basically. The two are not the same word, and no writer is that inconsistent to mess up the word the second use in the same passage. Any scholar equating them is simply ignoring that simple precedent ignorantly. Now, the word for rock is Petra. Now, we have a different definition and a different word, although it is very similar, there's no doubt. This time it means a mass of rock or a larger rock. The connotation is different or a whole rock, whereas Peter or Petros in Greek means a piece of that rock. Are you getting that? So it is not the rock, not Peter. No, not Petros. That is a piece of the rock. But this Petra is the rock in whole. Now, you'll see this is the same with the Hebrew equivalent for Peter in definition. It will vet out. And you're going to see the same with the Aramaic, because you see, Peter, again, was not named in Greek, according to John. John 1.42, And he brought him to Jesus, Yahusha. And when Jesus, Yahusha, beheld him, he said, Thou art Simon, the son of Jonah. Thou shalt be called, not Peter, Cephas. Now, that's Aramaic which is, by interpretation, a stone. Now, you never need to go to a concordance when the Bible comes right out and defines a word and its use. Cephas, or Peter, Petros in Greek, means a stone in Aramaic, which even though this passage was written in Greek, there you have John still saying, Peter was named in Aramaic, not Greek. Thus, Peter is a fine transliteration. No problem with that. 
really of the same meaning in Greek? Not a problem, but that's the point. There we saw it is a piece of a rock in Greek, Petros. And here we see it is a stone, which is a piece of a rock, not the whole rock. You can call a stone a rock, but you don't call a rock a stone, not a, not a Petra rock, not a large rock. So a stone is chipped off or a piece of a large rock. See, same thing. These are the same definition when you break it down. Now, the Greek word rock in our core passage is one denoting the rock, the large mass, the whole, not a piece. Thus, not Peter, not in Greek, nor in Aramaic. However, the Hebrew equivalent of Peter, or Cephas in Aramaic, or Petros in Greek, is very telling. Let's look at the Hebrew. Kaipha is the Hebrew Peter. It originates in the word for rock, yes. Oh, but that's only half of it. And not a piece, no, not that part, but that's only half of the definition. That is rock. That is a rock and hole. Could be a hollow rock, fine, but that's still a whole rock. Now, see, in Hebrew, Peter or Kaipha is not just rock, but it is rock of Yah, Yahuwah. When Yahusha said, thou art Peter, Petros, a piece of the rock, the rock of Yah, upon that rock, what rock? The rock of Yah, I will build my ecclesia. Now, let's look at the context and see if that fits what we're saying is the definition in Greek, in Aramaic, and in Hebrew. It's actually pretty clear in all three languages. But let's see, does it fit the passage? Are we interpreting this properly? Starting in Matthew 16, 13, several verses before. When Jesus came into the coast of Caesarea Philippi, he asked his disciples, saying, Whom do men say that I, the Son of Man, am? I am going to go through this part fairly fast, but you'll get it. Who is the subject of this passage? Peter? No. Starts with Messiah, right? Peter being the rock? No. We're talking about Messiah here. This is Yahusha. He says, who do you say I, Yahusha, the Son of Man, am? So who is he? And they said, some say that thou art John the Baptist, some Elijah, and others Jeremiah, or one of the prophets, some. But this passage is only about one person, isn't it? The Son of Yahuwah. Who is he? He saith unto them, But whom say ye that I am? So who do you say that I am? And Simon Peter answered and said, Thou art the Christ, Messiah, Mashiach, the Son of the living God. Go, Peter. And Jesus, Yahushua, answered and said unto him, Blessed art thou, Simon Barjona, son of Jonah. That's bar son of. For flesh 
and blood hath not revealed it unto thee, but my Father which is in heaven. So what's the topic here all along? What have we been talking about? Where are we in this conversation? Because this context matters, especially when you get to the rock. You'll see. Who is Yahusha? He is the son of Yahuwah, the promised Messiah. We know who that is because prophecy told us who he would be. Do you know what he is in prophecy? He is the rock, not Peter ever. Now you'll see. And now he says, And I say also unto thee, that thou art Peter, the rock. Are you sure? Yes, Petros means rock or a piece of a rock, actually, or stone. Yeah, it means those things. It means rock of Yah. Now, look at it in context. And upon this rock I will build my church, ecclesia. And the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. Is he building his church on Peter here? What's this all about again? Think about it. Yahushua is the son of Yahuwah. That's the revelation here that Peter got. That is what is being answered here. And that is the context. The promised Messiah. And he is the rock. Peter is by definition in Greek, Aramaic, and Hebrew, a piece of of that rock. The rock of Yah. Is Peter this rock? No. Only Messiah can be the rock upon which the ecclesia is built. Now, how do we know this? Because scripture is abundant on this. The prophets tell us, here's Isaiah 28, 16. Therefore, thus saith the Lord God, that's Yahuwah, Elohim. Behold, I lay in Zion for a foundation, a stone, a tried stone, a precious, what kind of stone? Corner stone, a sure foundation. He that believeth shall not make haste. What's a cornerstone? A cornerstone is the load-bearing, weight-bearing foundation of all. The entire structure rests there, at least initially. That's the origin, which he is the origin of all. He is the creator. Remember that. And the New Testament church forgets that, unfortunately. Who is Isaiah talking about? No one scholar or theologian would ever argue this is most certainly Messiah. And only him, no one else. It certainly is not a prophecy of Peter, is it? So there's a major problem here. Calling Peter the chief cornerstone, because that is what that passage is invoking, he cannot fulfill that, nor can any man but Messiah. No pope can, nor have they. Just look at their records. Atrocious. Did Peter know this, though? Of course he did. Let's look at his words. 1 Peter 2, 6, his words, wherefore also it is contained in the scripture. Behold, I lay in Zion a chief cornerstone, elect, precious, and he that believeth on him shall not be confounded. Wait, 
Peter is quoting Isaiah 28, 16 here. He certainly knew it and the context of all of this. In context, he is talking about whom? Himself? Is he the rock? No. The chief cornerstone is only Messiah. He is the only one that can be the rock, according to Peter. What does the Pope do? He claims to be the rock. He replaces Yahusha on earth, which is the most antichrist position in all of history, biblically speaking. Think about it. Now, Peter continues to talk about the rock, though, in the next verse. So let's see. Unto you, therefore, which believe he is precious, but unto them, which be disobedient, the stone which the builders disallowed, rejected, the same is made the head of the corner, the cornerstone, the chief cornerstone that the builders rejected. What is Peter doing here? Guess what? He's quoting the prophecy of David from Psalms. Once again, does Peter elevate himself as the rock upon which the church is built, the ecclesia? That rock is the chief cornerstone, not Peter, nor any man otherwise, only Messiah. Anyone who claims to be the rock is a false Messiah, period, as we were warned would come in our days. Peter was not. Here's the origin, Psalm 118.22. And who are the builders in this passage? Well, you could call them Freemasons, the Mystery Religion, Mystery Babylon, Mystery Persia, Mystery Egypt, uh, the Catholic Church. <laughs> we won't go there this video, but all are tied together. Uh, the Nephilim even uh, could be called because that was one of the things they were famous for, building great societies, uh, Atlantis and Lemuria. Those are the claims in history. Cain was the first builder of cities, not Adam, Cain. And he rebelled against Yahuwah and his creation, even murdering his brother. He's the one that set up those control systems. See, Messiah was the chief cornerstone in Psalm and in Isaiah and in Matthew more than once. He is always the chief cornerstone. He has been since creation, according to John 1 especially. And he will always be. There is no debating that. There is no doubting that. There is not one scholar on earth who could dare say otherwise. Yet, we have this doctrine, don't we? This doctrine of men that has led to this church that has nothing to do with Scripture whatsoever. Now, here's Messiah quoting this prophecy. Matthew 21, 42, Jesus said unto them, Yahusha, did ye never read in the scriptures? I love that one. <laughs> we use it often. Can you read? We will say sometimes to people who twist scripture out of context, and they're reading fragments, and, you know, Father Fragment is going to mislead you almost every time. The stone which the builders rejected, the same is become the head of the corner. This is the Lord's, Yahuwah's doing, and it is marvelous in our eyes. Messiah declares he 
is the rock, the chief cornerstone upon which his ecclesia is built. Peter agrees with that. The Pope does not. Whom do we believe? Hmm. In fact, in his first sermon in Acts chapter 4, Peter quotes this verse setting up the rock upon which the ecclesia is built. And it's not himself. It's not Peter. It's not any apostle whatsoever. It is one and only one man, Messiah, the Son of Yahuwah. Even Paul explains this in Ephesians 2.20. And are built upon the foundation of the apostles and prophets. Oh, keep reading. This gets taken out of context as well. Jesus Christ, Yahushua Mashiach, Messiah, himself being the chief corner stone, the foundation of foundation. Who is the rock? The chief cornerstone upon which all things are built. Yahushua is and no one else can be the chief cornerstone. Now, the apostles and prophets, wait a minute. I thought Paul did away with the Old Testament. What what do you think he preached from? (laughs) Think about it. Uh, He preached from the Old Testament. Many times he's quoting the Old Testament. And that's how he formulates salvation from the Old Testament scriptures. The cornerstone, the center of the foundation, which bears the weight of the structure of his ecclesia, is on his back. Yahusha carries that weight. No one else. Now, his apostles and prophets, meaning the Old Testament, (laughs) that means the Old Testament was also his Ecclesia 2. Ooh, get that. Because that's what Paul said. See? Now, he never changes. Yahusha does not change. Yahuwah doesn't either. I'm the Lord thy God, I change not, right? He is the same yesterday at creation, today, and forever. Hebrews 13.8. We quote that We hear that all the time from the pulpit, but do we actually get it? Do we know what yesterday is, that it goes back to creation because he has been since then? He is the word from the beginning. So the apostles and prophets are foundation blocks, but the chief cornerstone, the rock, is only Messiah. And no man can ever take his throne. Don't give any man such authority over you. Now, let's go back and finish Matthew 16 and complete the context quickly. Matthew 16, 19. So we're moving forward there. And I will give unto thee the keys of the kingdom of heaven. Is he really just talking to Peter here? Peter is not the rock. He's not the sole foundation of the church or ecclesia, nor is any pope. Again, we just covered that. Paul says all of the apostles and prophets, all of them, are the foundation blocks with the rest of the apostles and prophets from the Old Testament even, not just Peter. So, Peter is you and me, friends. We are all Peter. 
We are all part of his ecclesia. No, you're not an apostle. I'm not an apostle. We are not prophets, but we are the foundation stones. We're built upon the apostles and prophets' teachings. Yes, they are the ultimate foundation, and then we're built upon it. We are pieces of the rock, just as Peter is a piece of the rock, but none of us are the rock. None. The chief cornerstone is Messiah. That's indisputable. Now, this is to all of us. Let's read. And whatsoever thou shalt bind on earth shall be bound in heaven. And whatsoever thou shalt loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. Watch how he reaffirms the topic of the passage. It is not Peter. It is him as the rock. Here we go. Then charged he, Yahusha, his disciples, that they should tell no man what? That Peter is the rock? No, that's not the topic. That he was Jesus the Christ, Yahusha the Messiah, Mashiach. Mashiach, really. That's him. That's not Peter. The rock, the chief cornerstone, is the topic of this whole conversation, not Peter, ever. No one else is elevated to such status in this passage, nor any nor the entire Bible in any sense. So who is the rock upon which the church, Ecclesia, is built? Messiah, Yahusha, the chief cornerstone, the stone the builders rejected. He is the rock. Yes, the apostles and prophets, the Old Testament, by the way, are built on him, the chief cornerstone. Yes, the Old Testament is built on him too. He is the word. He has been since the beginning. And we are built upon their teachings, but none of us can ever be the rock. Ladies and gentlemen, this effectively disqualifies every pope from office as they are claiming to be the rock and Peter when Peter never behaved as a pope in any sense and never claimed to be, nor was he the rock in this passage. The entire ecclesia is built on Messiah, no one else. So we can say with certainty that this doctrine of men has now been resolved. There is no pope in scripture. We have a Messiah, and we don't need another poor imposter usurping his throne, especially for his own gain. And don't tell me popes are poor, because that is ridiculous in history. It is well proven. He still sits on the throne, and Yahusha reigns. Thank you for watching our Resolve series, Resolving the Doctrines of Men, Restoring What the Bible Really Says. Please subscribe to our YouTube channel. Don't forget to click the bell. Like us on our Facebook at The God Culture, space hyphen space, original. Share this video with others and check out our website at thegodculture.com. Always remember to prove all things for yourself. We love you all. Yahuwah bless and Shabbat Shalom or Sabbath peace if you are watching this on the Sabbath. Don't know what I mean? Watch our Sabbath series. Yah bless.